It's sports uh, fans. Good morning, music fans. Welcome to uh, how you how you how deep in your music nerd knowledge do you go? Are you familiar with the work of PDQ Bark? <laughs> and before see, you answer uh, that, before you, you, you got to specify. Okay. You got to specify which music nerd circles you're talking <laughs> about, because in hip hop circles, yes, my nerddom goes deep. I don't know what number of letters you just align to and what genre they play in, but I can guarantee you I don't know about that. Well, I think I think I've alienated absolutely every single one of our listeners by dropping that reference there. Anyway, well, educate us now. Who who are well? They? The the reason is, and I and I, and I was going to say, I was going to say, can you give me a nice, clean, you know, good evening, sports fans? But I don't want to spend any time in the edit suite on this pod ep this week because I have no, no. time. Uh, I just I only said it because straight in. <laughs> I only said it because you're in your nice Under Armour. I'm wearing my uh, six-year-old New York <laughs> Knicks jersey. In, the Knicks. Uh, in you're a Knicks in, fan. I am one of the one of the one of the very few Australian Knicks fans. But um, hey, we made a few the... Knicks fan. One of the very few Knicks fans. It sounds. I think. Oh, I I saw the photo. <laughs> I saw the footage of the garden over the past week. Shit was bussing. <laughs> Spike Lee had the place jumping at the side. Have they made playoffs? They have made the playoffs for the first time in eight years. And so wow. I've hopped hey, back on the bandwagon and woken up every morning to watch Did the you... three playoff games. Is it the New York Knicks? There was a Ted Lasso joke. I think there was a new New York Knicks. You haven't seen Ted Lasso. so okay. No, I but think, it's probably true because they're, the New they're York a very Knicks. jokeable team. Okay. It was, it was very much a punching down. Uh, yeah. What do we call what do we call uh, what do we call failure in, in the States? Bob, I think he's got his assistant coach who says nothing, archetype coach, and it's like, the New York Knicks, Ted. <laughs> it's like I think uh, I think that's the reference. Anyway, the reason I want I, I, I'm not sure we actually got that at the start. I think it was still no. going three, yeah. two, one. When you but you're in your nice Under Armour fit, just coming off but a bike I ride. I do, I do. I had a nice bike ride with the family. Went down. This is beautiful thing. Uh, a beautiful little Saturday morning family experience, much like the film that <laughs> we just watched. Now, please tell me, tell me how yeah. you picked this film. How the fuck look, did you find this film? You say it goes back to the beginning. Yeah, we've look, we've not to say we've lost our way on this show. Welcome to Down Down Critics are Down, by the My way. My name's Morgan Roberts. My name is Dominic Fischel, and we are mostly, primarily at our concept, a podcast exploring films that belong in the bargain bin. Films that you bargain. can find on your on the DVD shelf of your Coles, Woolworths, Aldi. Other international supermarket chains because we have international listeners. Asda's, uh, Walmart's, uh, Targets, uh, uh, Tesco's. We we reach all across Best the globe. Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy. School Straight one. up JB Hi-Fi. Back, bringing it back home. Bring it, just bring it back. We 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 go over films that sometimes can't can't shift units, and maybe mm. to entice a consumer to to pick up these units you drop them to absurd prices $5 or less was 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 where we started well we started at 5 and i think a sweet spot is 5 7 yeah 10 anything more than 10 you start going eh, eh, and things that have the ethos the space in my house with physical media for $10 yeah the ethos the ethos of the bargain bin is is crucial to our efforts. You can look back at every single film we've done. I don't think we've reviewed a single new release that's come out. We just, I mean, we talk about it and we will be doing James Bond. But even so, old James Bond started because 
it has the ethos of the bargain bin. It has the ethos of the classic that belongs to the masses as opposed to a criterion collection cl- type it of has, classic, you know? Yeah, it has the it has the ethos of ten thirty on seven mate, you know. If exactly. You, in 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 the in the realm of of the the times we live in now where free to wear channels have multiple mastheads and have content that just has to run to sell ads. What are we going to put on? Oh, let's put on Live and Let Die and just fucking see what happens, you know. That's all right. Exactly. So, look, we've we've, you know, we've negle- we haven't been thinking about it. Not to say that we haven't been keeping that ethos. We haven't been directly thinking about it. And so you posed a challenge to me to go back to the bin, so to speak. Yeah, because we've been very bond. Obviously, we're bond, and we're we're deep in bond. And we're and we're ten ten films to the end now of mm. the current run, and we'll get there, and that's nice. But then I was also just thinking, like, I just feel like we haven't we've we've been going in a certain direction, and I just wanted to try a bit of a reset. So that was the challenge for Dom's pick because it was Dom's pick this week. And so what did you find and where did you find it? And so what did I do? I went back to the very first pictures that we sent each other of our local (laughs) bargain bin walls from 2018, from from winter 2018. Wow. What a time. I know. You you had your second kid on the way. Uh, Depending on the time, I think it was, yeah, about to happen. I I remember it was just about to happen. We've, I don't think, I remembered there was a literal six month or five month gap between the first two episodes we recorded our flubber and Tintin episodes to when they actually came out and we recorded episode three, I think in November yeah. of that year, there was, a, yeah. there was a strange release schedule, but look, look at, we do but, things you know, our way up. we just do things. We do things the down and down critics are down way on this podcast. Exactly. Cause uh, you know, that, that's what, that's what you're listening for. You could be and listening so- to any two schmucks talk about, movies but you're listening to morgues and dom you choose to have the finer things and so so this picture i went back to the wall and you and you went back to the wall and you had a look and, i went and back it, to a to yeah. a handful of the walls i went back to because we've sent ourselves a lot of photos of bargain bin walls just like hey is there anything here that takes your eye yeah. and so i was scanning and i was like okay i see a few i see a few see a few joints here i swipe to the next picture oh there are there are the same joints and some other new ones. Swipe through another photo. Oh, swipe through another one. Oh, I had this ten, intense serial killer esque realization, like I've cracked the case moment. Going through all the evidence, <laughs> there are four films that were in every single bargain bin <laughs> photo we took. I'm gonna call them the Infinity films, like Thanos putting them in the gauntlet. There were four films that were unironically in almost every single photo that were in ninety percent of them. They were there without fail. This is what for the same all five dollars, all at the lowest ring. It's what Kevin Feig has been building this whole time. (laughs) We 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 are going to have our Kevin Fieri moment. Where we will slowly go through the four and we will treat all of them with the absolute because I because looking back on them, they are absolutely the four horsemen of the bargain bin apocalypse. Like they are all absolute they represent the best of the worst, the bottom of the barrel, the cream of the crop in terms of the bargain bin. Are you are we going to only say are we gonna mention the th- other three on this episode? Not I, I think we'll tease one. You Let's don't know them. I, I mean, you I haven't gone through the photos. Look, 
other than the first. No, but just, well, let's 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 I've drop seen, the. Let's I mean, drop I've the seen the photos. Here. I've taken the photos. Some of exactly, them, but I don't know what you've seen, and I'm not going to go through. So how about they're how in about, the back of your mind? They're in the back of your mind. Every I time I just, reveal a new one, we will be we'll be discussing them. But let's drop the lead here. You've already seen the title. The first horseman is monster trucks, and. Here's the thing. I think. I think this. I think you've just found your next three bargain picks. <laughs> I. I Maybe do. I think. I think I want to. I think I want to try and time them out so we can we can okay. celebrate them with enough, event them enough. Celebrate. But, okay. Fair enough. Without without Monster discussing truck. the wider picture as a whole, let's just get straight into uh, Horseman One. Monster so trucks the, from 2017. Here's the, here's the thing about this film. I. You texted me. You you watched it a couple of days before I did. You texted me. You were like. I'm like an hour into this film and I don't yet know if this was a good choice for the pod, as in if this is giving me enough meat for the pod. And I didn't know how to take that because that can, you can either take that two ways. Mm. It's so abhorrently bad that it's just disgustingly hard to watch and talk about, or it's actually like fine and good and passes the Dominic Fitzgerald test. And so we can't, like there's not much to talk about in that sense. Do you do you know what I mean? And so I was yes, quite I do. intrigued at yeah. that little teaser. And then you're like, look, here's my here's my letterbox. Here's a line from my letterbox <laughs> review, and I'll let I'll let you take over. I did I did immediately write for my letterbox review, uh, just the phrase, "Fast and Furious Hentai." <laughs> um, and to anybody who's not uh, familiar with what hentai is. Just um, very and don't, and don't, yeah, don't well, take it, come back yeah, to Google us. it. Don't let it come back. But to Google us. it with safe search, like Google private browser. <laughs> don't don't let that get caught up in your in your in your in, in your main in your main search history. Amazing. But as I texted you that, I wasn't sure. It was very strange because I found myself in this a moment I don't have very often when I watch a film, where I was just like, I don't think I can accurately describe how I feel about this movie in that moment because it was not good but it wasn't the worst but I definitely don't know how it was made and I don't know who would want to watch this so this was made as I did some digging and this was made Mm. as allegedly to sell some toys (laughs) but I never saw the toys at the time but then also but then also (laughs) I was like but it was, you know, you know, you know, you know who DOP'd this film? Did you look at who DOP'd this film? I don't remember, no. Someone talented, Don, I'm sure. Don Burgess DOP'd oh, this film. Oh, wow. A, a, fa- a friend of the show. Friend Don, of the Don, show. Don Spider-Man 1 Burgess. Spider-Man 1, Forrest Gump Burgess. Yeah. Sheesh. Oscar nomination. I think he maybe is one. Has he won? I I forget. Sure. I I wiki I wikied. I went on a deep wiki dive. I was like, damn, damn, Don Burgess. Like, what the fuck? This is yeah. wild. It's like, what's he doing? Uh, actually, you know, you know what he did. Um, he has a very good working relationship with um one Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. I don't think he shot any of the Back to the Future, but he was second unit on two and three. Mm. Second unit in Back to the Future two and three, is, which is, is quite he shooting, a lot of stuff, to be honest. Is he shooting Zemeckis's new projects? Is he shooting things like I don't know? Welcome to Marwin. No, I don't. I don't know. But he shot. Um, he shot Source Code. Oh dear! Wow. With old Jake. 
who I don't think we've had on the show yet. We have we've no. done, not done a Jake yet. He's we haven't. We up. haven't done we've a. We've got a we Jarhead at some point. We've got to have a nice. We've got to have a Jake. We've got to have a Jake Deacon's crossover Jarhead episode. Yeah. I think. I was going to say source code. Source code. I'm more familiar with as the the film directed by. Oh God! How am I blanking on his name? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do him dirty by saying what everyone would know him as. I just. I think the name you're looking for there is is Duncan Jones. It. it <laughs> Wow, it is. That's oh, thank you for reminding me, man. That was that's oh, awesome. Yeah, Duncan Jones, director of such bangers as um, are they bangers? Moon, Moon is a, all, right, all right. Moon and I, Source Code are bangers. I saw Moon at a bloody at at at. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Moon at like Biff or something. Wow, when it was doing the circuit. Yeah, 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 nice. or something like that. Like it was wild. Um, like, that's and that's Rockwell pre I because I, I had no idea what, how Blower. Sam Rockwell was famous prior to Iron Man two. Oh, I'd seen him in a few things, mm. uh, but that was no. He was fantastic in that. He was so what a great film. I love that film so much. Banger. Um. um anyway, what we were talking about anyway. Duncan Jones because we were talking about Source Code because we were talking about Don Burgess because we were talking about DPing monster trucks. And we were talking about Monster Trucks as a, it's a weird one. It's a weird film. Do you, like, just generally, I, I wasn't, because I, I was like, okay, this film opens. It's like, okay, it's a bit Jurassic Park. Suddenly there's Rob Lowe. I, like, <laughs> take one look at Rob Lowe. I'm like, this cunt's going to get arrested at the end oh of this film. My like, God. I'm like, Rob Lowe, predictions. If you, see, <laughs> if you don't know Rob Lowe is in a movie and you see him out of nowhere, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble because that means that he definitely did this for it because because something had to get paid off some bill was due <laughs> some 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 nice little extra kitchen renovation had to take place for Rob Lowe to accept a role that d- d- absolutely does not deserve hey. Rob Lowe <laughs> look it's fine it's fine I I'm gonna cut straight to the chase I did not hate this I, look I did sink four beers watching this <laughs> film well, not not while okay over the evening. Yeah. So by the end of it, I was pretty like fine, but let me say this: I I couldn't hate this film. I was looking at this film, going, "This is, this is," and it's funny because you texted me this Fast and the Furious thing yeah. because a few weeks ago you texted me that you'd found that footage of Margaret and David reviewing Too, Too Fast, Fast Too Furious. Furious, and I was like, "I am Margareting the shit out of this film." Like this film, yeah, this has this achieves everything it sets out to achieve. <laughs> It's there's no like they don't even the 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 protagonist and the the love interest don't even make out. No. It's so safe. It's Nickelodeon. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's middle America. It's small town. It's teen, except the leads are like you know twenty five. <laughs> that shot of him on the bus. It's like oh, Lucas how, Till is so 30. fucking old. <laughs> Lucas <laughs> Till looks like a thirty year old playing 17 and it's like come, yes. wow. come the fuck on you were you were literally you were literally doing x-men d- a decade ago we don't mm. was you look him that's him yeah oh God, in, in really? first class and um apocalypse as cyclops's brother was he in first class yeah because he plays the yeah i I, I think I don't think I've seen First Class in a decade. I don't. I've got them all. We should watch them. So, uh, look, this is the 
all of the things, all of the build-ups. Um, what's his name? Sniper from Saving Private Ryan is in it. <laughs> I don't know. Peppa. I've never seen Billy Saving Pepper. Private Ryan. I was Pepper. It's got. Um, You've never seen Saving Private never Ryan. Never seen Saving Private Ryan. Who fuck who me? Cares? Who cares? No, look, actually, you know, it's actually a very saccharine film. But the opening sequence, the, the yeah, Norman the D-Day sequence, absolutely is, worth seeing because it's, um, it's still everyone still I, says that is the best. Like that is what it's like. So I would hundred wow. percent see it. But, I was going to yeah, say was, yeah. uh, uh, such other notaries as. Uh, Frank Whaley, who plays his deadbeat mining dad from classic. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm so sh- glad that his RV got driven over by the monster truck. Yeah. I mean, what a career trajectory to go from, you know, what most people, I'm assuming most people would know him from Pulp Fiction. Oh, is he thingy from, is he the, he's the guy that gets, yeah, the, he- the hamburger guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from hamburger guy to monster trucks is wild. Look, look, this is look, look. I have, I did not watch the. Look, I wasn't pissed, yeah. but I don't. I, I'm not sure it would be fair to say that I watched this 100 percent sober it's, either. It's also very funny that you. It's also very funny that you double build this with Living Daylights, which we're about to talk about. <laughs> a wild combination. <laughs> a wild. I know tonal. What a tonal! Like I, I finished this film and I, and then I got through the first, I got through the first fifteen minutes of Daylights and then went to bed. Um, you were like, "Damn!" If, if, if one of these slug monsters was on Gibraltar, I know. Because <laughs> um, that's the thing. That's the thing about this. I just feel like this is, this is, in so many ways, <laughs> like I can't hate it. Like this achieves everything. <laughs> I'm not going to go out and watch it next week, but I'm um, no. Like Harry, Harry would watch this and like. This would be a film that under 10s would be like, oh, I like this. And then every weekend I will watch this three times <laughs> for a month. Like that's the kind of film that this could be. It that's might a, that's a, a, I feel like that's a red flag for a child if, you're, if you do watch it three times. Like watching it once and be like, yeah, I had fun. That's fine. If you're the kid that's like actively like Monster Trucks is my favorite movie. No, I don't think it's going to be a favorite movie. But you know, when you get obsessed, you get hooked on things, yeah. especially when you're kid. Look, you you haven't got a bit. Be- look, it's not like he's got. No, it's not like he's got a, a deficit of better options. Like exactly. we have. Hey, I, I I don't think there's. I think the only streaming service we don't have is binge. I mean, like we have <laughs> Opta Sport, Ko, Netflix, mm. Stan, Disney, Apple. Which is wild because Ko and and binge are interlinked. You can you can. Can I jump on binge? Interesting. I'm pretty sure there's an extra. You just pay an extra five dollars on top of your. Oh, KO. that might be a Telstra. That might be a Telstra thing. No, I'm already paying. But They're see, both I'm owned by Foxtel. Yeah, it's all Fox. But because, and here's the thing. You know what gets? You know what gets absolutely torn up at our house? You know what is running twenty four seven at our house? Mm. Ivy. Louis. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Auntie's yeah, coming through in the clutch. Absolutely. Um, look, this is fine, Margaret. Look, five stars, <laughs> I, and I don't want to. And I don't want to David one star it. No, but no, but you I can't. Just, you, although you do, and we have a massive conversation and an argument about it. But here's the thing: is like I don't. I have no beef with the movie personally. I no, giggled no, at its fine. absurdity, which is something you should do. I yes. 
I, I, I reveled in some of its more insane cameo characters. Like, again, we mentioned Rob Lowe just sort of turns up. Uh, fucking Danny Glover is in the movie. As just Danny Glover's in the movie? A guy movie? who's in it for two scenes. He's uh, in a few scenes. It's yeah. quite a pivotal character. It's, it's I, definitely I, a father figure I that just, he didn't, you know. Everything I look at the film is just like, who approved this? Like, who... Who buys into this? Like to watch it and enjoy it and pass it off like you did is one thing. But for a studio to read this script and not have any not have any sort of reservations, every actor to come in every day and do the material and not have any reservations. For all the editing, just I'm I'm so astounded that this 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 film made it out. You know, this film made an astronomical loss. Yeah, of, uh, like like it cost one hundred and twenty million or something. Like, it's quite, sure it's sunk. quite expensive. Yeah, it absolutely sunk. Sunk it made Nickelodeon's like film division, I think. It's it. Well, it made sixty four at the box office. Okay, uh, but, and that still like, astounds me because, like, bad. that like, astounds that is, me because I, bad. who's, who, I, I, like, you got to have a kid that really is is persuasive. To t- like I again, I just don't understand who. Like, because I only picked it for the bit of being like, this seems like this seems like perfect. And again, this is why I, I count in with the Four Horsemen. It seemed like the perfect modern bargain bin equivalent. Because it's, why? Why else is it there? Because it's like, what? There's no way I'm paying anything more than five dollars for this. We didn't even, we didn't no. even do our traditional, and we, we haven't done this in a while. Where one of us buys the physical DVD from Coles. No, we haven't. It was Time's just like, well, what's on streaming? And I went, all right, let me just go through the, let me just go through the walls and see what is on thingo. Oh, Monster Trucks. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Well, that's it. Done. Happy days. It's now, still here's. It, do we want to talk about that or in now on the next episode? Let's talk about the next episode. We're, we're talking about what on the next Amazon. episode. Well, We'll talk about in the next episode. Look, I don't have much to say about this other than I actually thought it was great. But holy shit! Well, did, you you the Wil- you did you notice the Will? Did you notice the Wilhelm scream? Oh, the most egregious Wilhelm scream <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, I think it's the first time I've genuinely seen somebody open their mouth like to make the noise. Like, normally it's just a thing you hear. It's a body falling off. Exactly, a cliff, a, a, a house yeah. blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's this it's this thing in the air that sort of fills the atmosphere. But no, they th- this motherfucker diegetically makes the Vinhelm scream. And if you're the, the what did you, the Vil- Vinhelm Vinhelm, I think because it's it's, 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 it's German, it's so the it's not Will, the normal Wilhelm Wilhelm. People just call it Wilhelm. I think we all know what Wilhelm. we're talking about. That yeah, you know, oh, no look, can cinephiles, it. can you do it? Cinephiles at home, I can't. No, it's impossible. (laughs) Ah! You all know what it is. If you don't know what it is, you know what? There's a really awesome podcast called 20,000 Hertz. It's Mm. all about sounds. Mm. Uh, And they have episodes about... The Wilhelm at Boston. Things to do with... But they have a whole episode about the Wilhelm scream and how it came to be. Love that. It's quite amazing. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Check it out. I'll put it in the show notes. But look... Look, I don't know if I can recommend Monster Trucks. I wouldn't, no, you know, I'm in an interesting, I think I'm in a similar position. Like I would not say go out and watch this film, but I would also say that technically on the Dominic Fitzgerald scale of perfect cinema, 
<laughs> yeah. This film, actually, you know what? Because it doesn't, because it, it made a loss and I don't, I didn't see, in 2017, I didn't go to the shops and see it. Mm. Look, and you know what? You know how old Harry was in 2017? Mm. Like four or five, like peak, yeah. peak for yeah. this. Peak age group of like yeah. buying fucking toys sold to us by movies. Yeah. And I didn't see any of these toys. No. I so just, you know what? Mm. I have to change. I have to change my. I think in some ways it is a Dominic Fitzgerald fits the bill, achieves what it sets out to achieve. I think as a piece of entertainment, family, children, whatever. <laughs> but no, if this film was made to sell toys, I don't see how many toys it sold, and it yeah. made a fucking sixty million dollar loss. So I just, I, I think. There are films, whenever I talk about something I think is on the perfect film scale, those are still films I can recommend. Like, I I want people to watch Pacific Rim. I want people to watch, I can't think of any other things, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, which I did, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, I too, did so, re-watch said, this, on this week. this very show. I've started quality. re-watching the Fast and Furious movies again in anticipation for Fast 9 coming out in two weeks' time. Oh my god! And we ha- can we go see Fast Nine together? You <laughs> get in a fast car, baby. I will. T- I want to say this: <laughs> my entire family came out to the living room to watch Too Fast, Too Furious. I just put it on. I put on the first film the other night, and Dad sort of came out for the last hour. Both Mum and Dad came out to watch Tyrese going breh, and I was like, "This is <laughs> this is the this is proof of the rule." This is proof of the rule. Quality. If you can get people in a room of their own volition to watch this, then that's then that's perfect. And I I I don't think I can say that for monster trucks. I'm not against I think that's it. Fair enough. And I, think I wouldn't that's fair enough. No, it's just you it's, know it's Luke it's a bit it's just too lukewarm. There's yeah. just elements of it that need to be ratcheted up a bit higher to say, look, this but 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 here's the thing. There's mm. there's actually something there yeah. because the thing that I just couldn't I just couldn't hate this film because Creech was yeah. adorable yeah. and also really well animated. I will I say think. I will say ending on a positive. Great practical effects, driving. Great practical stunts, and great pra- absolutely busting. Great practical effects. Pretty good CGI too. Like, yep. I don't know. I've watched it on not overused. TV. It's I not can, the thing with CGI no. is like. Like a lot of like super CGI heavy movies have ugly CGI just because there's so, just because there's so much of it. <laughs> we nearly got we nearly got through an entire episode without a mic clang. Fuck! <laughs> I was being too expressive with my hands. Ah, uh, we all know how that is. Uh, uh, fuck it, uh, Margaret uh, five stars. David two, two and a half. My name's Morgan Roberts. My name is uh, Fast and Furious Toretto Fitzgerald. Watch Fast and Furious instead, ladies and gentlemen. That's my rank. (laughs) 